everyone, it's Brandy Whalen here with Hosted. This is a podcast where we like to flip the table a bit. We get to interview podcast hosts. It's very meta what we're doing here on Hosted. Get to hear about various podcast host experiences and really it provides an opportunity to to shed a little light on on the podcast host who's usually doing all of the questioning. So today I have Jim Baroud with me. Uh, he is the host of A Few Things and also um, founder of Innovation Plus. Is that correct, Jim? Yes. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And I really look forward to this conversation. I would love to hear from you. What prompted you to start a podcast in the first place? Well, you know what? I've been thinking about this for a while. And after the pandemic started, I was hosting, uh, doing Zoom chats, uh, live Zoom chats, you know, to support the community. So for many years, I was running an entrepreneurship center or running a trade association and supporting entrepreneurs. So I was sort of in the routine of interviewing or hosting or coordinating events which highlighted insights from entrepreneurs or innovators or business leaders, or nonprofit leaders, in fact. And so I started doing this to support the community, and I sort of um, made those into podcasts. And so that's how it got started. And then I just, I liked it so much, I continued it. Uh, some being live, you know, webinars or Zoom chats, uh, and others just being taped podcasts. Wonderful. And have you, so you were kind of originally tapping into your, you're really just recording the conversations that you are having, correct? Correct. Especially the first one. The first one was with the former head of the Veterans Administration, David Shulkin. It was the first, last live event before the pandemic, wow. January 30th of 2020. And so I said, this is really good information. Why don't I, uh, you know, make this into a podcast? And that was number one. And do you think it was helpful for you through the pandemic? I, I don't know about, are you an extrovert, introvert, or do you fall somewhere in the middle? I, I think I'm an extrovert. Um, those, <laughs> though, I did some assessment and they said I was an introvert, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that a lot of people, myself included, when I'm used to talking to people all the time and then my world just became really small, do you feel like it helped you kind of maneuver this this the world that we found ourselves in very quickly to just continue to reach out to people and have really authentic conversations. Was this a, a helpful avenue for you? Absolutely. It was very therapeutic. Uh, and I did it. I did my podcast on timely topics. So, you know, it could range from COVID response or someone from Moderna or someone from, you know, healthcare company to people in mental health. So it really, um, it flowed with the topic du jour. Sure. No, that makes complete sense. So talking about just how we connected during the pandemic and how you were able to just kind of pull all of this together, um, the podcast, that it, it, it was a byproduct, really, of the situation that you were in at the time. That's Correct? right. That's right. No, absolutely. And uh, as I said, it was just a great way to you know, stay engaged and, and help people continue learning and connecting, uh, really be a resource for folks um, during this tough time. 
Yeah, absolutely. How, so I know initially you were, you were tapping into people that were in your network. Have you expanded beyond that in terms of who you bring on as guests onto your show? Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 you know, I, I got at least one or two guests from, from you folks, actually. Great. From Kitcaster. Wonderful. Fantastic. Yeah. So I, I appreciate that. You know, a lot of inbound coming, but uh, I was really delighted to work with you guys. Um, and also, like, I've reached out to folks who are talking about interesting topics or who are at a conference. So I do reach out beyond my network for um, for ho- for guests because I think that makes it more interesting. And, and at the end of the day, I want to learn about other people, about other stories, and about other topics. And that is... Um, you know, beneficial not only for me personally, but for the community. Yeah, absolutely. And are there certain, is there certain criteria that you look for in, in guests before inviting them on for an interview? Well, I like to say that they're either an innovator or entrepreneur or some type of leader in their field. So I try to be flexible, um, particularly if uh, I think the topic is important and timely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think, you know, it, it is kind of cool to, to learn new things in real time, right? So you invite these people on or else Kitcaster is referring them to you, but not knowing them, meeting for the very first time over over a Zoom chat or whatever platform. What platform do you use? I use Zoom, actually, yeah. Perfect. Um, have you you kind of thinking about that experience, has there been a moment for you that's like, whether it be an interview or maybe a series of interviews, kind of an aha moment that you maybe thought of something a little bit differently or opened up a fresh new perspective? Has there, I'm sure there's been many of those times that you've, you've had throughout your, your podcasting experience thus far. Sure. So let me tell you about one recent experience. I heard about a speaker from a conference who spoke on the subject of psychedelics. And I had just been listening to other podcasts and and just sort of understanding a bit more and more about the topic. And I I reached out to him and he came on and I I learned more about this psychedelics industry and sector and how, um, how effective it's been in treating PTSD and depression and other things. And, and also what was really interesting to me was when this guest talked about how it makes people more creative and, and innovative. And I, and I thought that was really sort of an aha moment, right? I had always, I learned about the medicinal benefits of psychedelics, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and sort of the cool experience, right? But I didn't think about the impact and long-term impact potentially on creativity and innovation. And so that's one thing that's really has interested me for my career is, you know, aspects of creativity and innovation and entrepreneurship and the possibility that people can use psychedelic uh, drugs for benefit, not only to treat, you know, depression and mental health issues, but also to open their eyes to creativity. And I really, and I still think this is a really fascinating um, byproduct of psychedelics. So that was 
that was one of the recent aha moments, which really got me excited and, and intrigued. And have you, are you interested in exploring it yourself now? Is that a path you want to head down? I would like to try it uh, one of these days uh, just to see what it's all about, right? Yeah. But also to sort of maybe be more of an advocate for it because the benefits seem to be tremendous. And um, as I said, the business benefits potentially could be uh, astounding. Yeah, you know, I've we work with a lot of founders, and it's it's interesting how that has kind of become commonplace. And even with with some of our clients that we've worked with in the past, the founders, if they have if they're two or three, kind of going away together, doing psychedelics, and and coming up with really their game plan for the year. So it's really interesting to kind of open yourselves up to, to new experiences, to do things a little bit differently than you've done before. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's really just amazing. Yeah, it really is. Is there, is there anything that was unexpected for you as you're entering this world of a podcast and becoming a podcast host that you kind of a, like an unintentional happy outcome from from doing all the shows and having guests on? Well, I think the, the nice surprise was when people reach out and say, I really appreciate your interview. That was really thoughtful. And I learned a lot. And that, mm-hmm. that really, you know, is encouraging. And um, it really, you know, makes you want to continue it. Yeah, absolutely. Like when you know that you're actually having an impact in, the, in what you're saying. And do you feel as if podcasts kind of open it up a little more for people in terms of kind of letting their guard down. Like it's not, it's not like an interrogation. You're having an interview, you're having a conversation, really. Do you feel like it kind of loosens it up a little bit for, for the guests to, to open up and be a little bit more authentic? Absolutely. I've had great conversations and they really feel at ease. Uh, they know I'm not going to throw them a super hard curveball, uh, and they feel in a comfortable space. And I think that's really important uh, for any podcaster, uh, podcast host, is to make your guests feel comfortable. Well, and and when you get feedback from listeners, does that tend to be the the episodes that they gravitate towards more? Are the ones that people get a little bit more vulnerable and and open up a little bit more? Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, and and I think that's that's pretty clear from the feedback so far. Um, that that is, you know, there's information, and then there's really connection to the to the people who are on the podcast. And I think if you deliver one or both, you know, that's really important to people. Uh, again, especially during this this difficult time, you know, where they want to be sort of educated and inspired mm-hmm. um feel connected yeah and and i i think that we are very much connected just through shared experiences so if you're listening to jim's podcast and he has a fantastic guest on and maybe it's a similar experience then as same as a listener right so it's that it creates that connective tissue which is really important for people when you especially when you feel like you're 
on an island on your own. So it's really, it's incredibly valuable. Do you ask the same questions to every guest or do you, do you cater the questions to the guests that you're having on? There's a couple of questions which I make consistent, right? The beginning is obviously the intro. Tell me about your journey, mm-hmm. whatever that journey is. So that's consistent. And then throughout the, the talk, it's about the topics of interest, you know, their specialty or the, the industry or the, you know, uh, advice for, for folks. And then at the very end is I always ask for a poem oh. or a say. Oh, yes. I remember Ryan prepping for this. My co-founder <laughs> was on your show. Yeah. I right. think he tried to do a rap, maybe. No, I don't, in the end, I don't think it was a rap, or I would have remembered it. <laughs> but those are the two consistencies, uh, and that usually sort of ties it together pretty nicely, and I think it makes it personal. Yeah, no, I love that. I mean, that's so cool to to have the uh, guest read read a poem. That's really awesome. Have you heard the same poem twice? I have. Oh, maybe two or three times. One of my Angelos, I think, was probably one of them. Yeah. But it's, um, it's nice. And at some point, I like to do some type of a collage or repeat those poems because I think they're they're interesting and insightful. Oh, yeah. Oh, you could do like a like a whole episode with just all the different readings from the guests that you've had. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So not fairly new. I mean, you've had like 63 episodes under your belt. You've been doing this since 2020. What are some lessons learned along the way? It could be equipment. It could sure. be anything, any, any nuggets of, of advice or experience. Sure. Well, I think preparation is important, right? So understand, you know, your guests, you know, mm-hmm. do a little research um, have some sense for it. Um, and then on the technical side, you know, I have sent out directions beforehand, you know, have your lighting good, have your, you know, your, your setup plugged in, you know, have some water nearby, you know, little things and people still don't read the directions. So you have to really make sure they read the directions. you can just try to prep them as best possible so that the technical stuff doesn't get in the way and that they're comfortable. And then I think they appreciate that, right? Cause uh, you know, they'll, if they don't listen, then they'll use it for the a future one. So at least they'll have that information to try to set themselves up. So that's important. So tech and then um, do the, do some research. And, and, and I think that's important. And of course, do a little prep beforehand, if you can, whether it's a call 10, 15 minute call beforehand, uh, at some point or, or right before the talk, just to have them on board. And then if there's two guests, uh, which I, I do often have them meet each other, if they don't know each other beforehand, and it's Is usually it, on Zoom. Do you do a call, like a intro call with the, with the two I don't, guests? I, sometimes I do, but sometimes we just, you know, um, join right early, before, right before we set the 10 or 15 minute pre prep, you know, right before the Zoom call. Uh, starts. So you said something about lighting, Jim. You you record the video as well, not just the audio. That's right. I, I have both available. I record both, um, and I I put one on YouTube, one okay. you know edited copy on YouTube, and then that same edited version is turned into an audio 
uh, file, which is becomes the podcast. So it comes, yeah, so it's essentially the same, but the process is fairly, fairly streamlined. Uh, and, and also I, I take clips, a short clip, just one thing clip uh, from uh, the, the podcast or the show. And I uh, use that on social media. To tease it out a bit. Yeah, I'm sorry. You just you tease out the episode a little bit. Well, I I, I set the, I set it up also in the directions. I say I'm going to ask you about midway through just one thing, and here's the question. Usually we can change that beforehand, but usually it's sort of like, what is the future of this technology, yeah. or what's the one thing you recommend for this for entrepreneurs? Something that's uh, you know that's related to the topic but also general enough where anyone who listens to it can hear an insight hmm. uh, and, and learn from it, right? So um, and it's usually hopefully less than a minute, definitely less, less than two minutes. Sometimes it goes over two minutes, but I try to keep it short because, you know, attention spans are very short. They are. People want to just take a chunk uh, of insight from LinkedIn or Twitter or Instagram or whatever. Hmm. Um, and then if they want to watch the full episode, they can click on the link and go, watch it or listen to it on the podcast. So that's worked really well. That's worked really well for me. Yeah, that's a great way to to just to capture the attention, right? You're giving that like the nugget of their expertise in in a in a quick one minute clip and then dig in a little bit further. So kind of pull people in and then allow them the opportunity to have a full listen. That's great. And are you using all social platforms to to push out only, the episodes? You know, I'm only using. Uh, I'm considering using more. I'm, I'm using LinkedIn primarily, then Twitter, and then Instagram to a lesser extent. And thinking about Shorts on YouTube, thinking about Reels on Instagram, and thinking about TikTok. You know, and I just are you going to join the TikTok how, world? I I don't know. <laughs> I make my daughters happy, but. <laughs> I, I, I'm debating it. I'm debating whether you know to test the waters. Again, take these short clips and just repurpose uh, and see, you know, see what happens. Um, I'm, I'm, I want it. You know, one part of me sa- says do it. The other part of me says, you know, you're fine. <laughs> so well, you have that's a, my dilemma. You have a 14 year old daughter, correct? I do. So maybe you should task her with managing managing the TikTok effort. Like they're they're amazing at maneuvering that I platform. Know. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Line creativity is possible. Yeah, just, it opens up a whole another world. I know, I know, I know. So that's on my mind a lot so, lately. So we'll see. So is there anything that we should be looking for with a few things coming in 2022? Yeah, we're, we're, we're having, obviously, um, your co-founder on so <laughs> coming up soon. Um, He's a character. He is. Very knowledgeable. It's going to be a good, that's going to be a great it's episode. Gonna be, it, is, it is a great episode, actually. It's already taped. Uh, I have something coming on drones i have something coming up on sort of the future of technology uh, and automation and uh, we'll do some nonprofit stuff on an organization that helps uh, entrepreneurs from the lower income communities so um we'll do some more on cannabis 
uh, that's going to come up. And then we'll do more on esports. So these are all, you know, interesting topics. And, they are. and it's exciting because, you know, as new things come up, you know, I'll um, integrate those topics into the podcast. And that's fun. I'll do another psychedelics, probably one, one soon too. Yeah. And so there's, there's a lot of neat stuff to explore. And I'm excited about, you know, those opportunities. Yeah, that's really, that, that's really exciting for, for the upcoming year. Do you feel like you're becoming a little, a little tidy expert on just about everything when you're <laughs> doing some prep work and doing the interviews? <laughs> Yeah, I think, well, I don't know about expert, but I'm definitely more knowledgeable. Knowledgeable, yeah. And that's important to me um, because I like to I like to know more things. And it's an exciting time, you know, even though we're in the middle of a pandemic, you know, things are changing so rapidly and just trying to keep up. Yeah. Uh, of course, blockchain and NFTs and all that, and, you know, that's really, crypto is really interesting as well. So that's just a few things, you know, electric vehicles, you know, yeah. one of the tips I got from an expert in electric vehicles was that we should be looking in two years to buy a car. Not now, mm. wait to 2024, 25, because that's when all the car makers will have a plethora of models yeah. and the prices will come down. And there'll be more options. That makes so, sense. Do you own yeah, an electric vehicle currently? I do not. In fact, okay. I, I I bought my lease car and said, I'm going to hold on to this for two more years before I do anything. So that's what I did, um, you know, just based on that podcast. So, again, actionable guidance. You know, that was helpful for me. Um, to that would also be a great podcast episode for you is to take all those little those little tips and yeah. put it all together where you're kind of throwing out the best of to your listeners your connections that's, that's that'd be cool idea. yeah i mean it, it's idea. just it's kind of an incredible position to be in to hear all of that from from the experts and kind of guide you through through choices and decisions that we that we are faced with every day it's really cool yeah that's a great suggestion. Yeah. Well, Jim, this has been a really wonderful conversation. Is there anything else that we should know? I would, I, you know, hosted is for everyone, but a lot for hosts that are looking to perhaps up their podcast hosting game or exploring the world of podcasting for themselves for the very first time. Do you have one one takeaway that you'd like to to give to the listeners? Oh, I would just say do it. Right, it's so easy to get um, into this uh, activity. Mm-hmm. The costs are essentially free in many yeah. ways, or maybe twenty bucks a month, right, for a podcasting platform, uh, and you actually get a good mic uh, like this, Snowball, fifty dollars, right? So the investment uh, cost wise is little. The investment in time is not gargantuan. And, you know, the benefits, again, I would say try it. Keep your expectations low, right? You're not going to be the next Joe Rogan. But if you are, that's great. Yeah. Um, and, just have, and just have fun with it. You know, use it as a learning 
opportunity, maybe as a way to expand your network, mm-hmm. maybe as a way to build your business, right? So in that order, actually, learn, network the relationships, and three, build business as a, as a byproduct. I think if you start with those three sort of goals, um, I think you, you'll, you'll, you'll do fine and you'll have fun. And if it doesn't work out, it's fine too. But it's a good exercise to, to go, go through and to sort of um, just check that box off. Say, you know, I, 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 have, I have a podcast or I had a podcast, you know, or I tried that. Yeah. You know, I think there's, it's, 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 it's such an easy lift. You just put just a little time and effort in. It could be a lot of fun. Oh, I 100% agree with you. And I particularly like the order that you put all that in, because I, I think that all too many times people take that number three, brand building, like, you know, increase sales, whatever, whatever that might be for you. And they place that as number one. And I don't necessarily think that that's the best goal to go after uh, when you end, when you start a podcast. It's it's kind of the other things. You have to really enjoy it. Yeah. So great. Well, now we get to have a little bit of fun before we end this conversation. How long has it been since you've played Would You Rather? Forever. Like middle school? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I promise that it won't be middle school esque type questions, but, but I don't know. Maybe they are. Well, you you'll have to you'll have to let me know what, what you think of them when 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 it's all done. But we're gonna play. Would you rather? Let's do it. You up for that? Okay. Absolutely. So this is a quiz. We have a podcast personality quiz on our web our Kitcaster website. And so anyone can take this quiz. It kind of d- determines, you know, what your podcasting flavor is. So I have some questions here that I would love to ask you. And the first one is, who would you rather cut your hair? Tim Ferriss or Malcolm Gladwell? Tim Ferriss, because he has similar, less hair than Malcolm Gladwell. I think it's intimidating. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Tim keeps it pretty pretty tight, right? Um, and yeah, I think that it that would be probably a good call for you for sure. <laughs> Who would you rather write your business pitch, Elon or Oprah? Elon. I think he's written a few of them. <laughs> If you just say the byline, Elon wrote it, it you know. It, That's it. it. Just That's take all off. you need. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who would you rather trust with your secrets? Ira Glass from This American Life or Dan Carlin from Hardcore History? Ira Glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't skip a beat on that one. Who would you rather be stranded on an island with, Tina Fey or Amy Poehler? It's a tricky one. Tina Fey. Tina Fey. All right. Have you read her book? No. No. I I think she's great. She is great. She is great. Uh, Okay. Last question here. Trying to figure out which one I'm going to ask you. All right. I like this one. Who would you rather do your taxes since it is tax season is 
is here, um, Willie Nelson or Mike Tyson? Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Willie Nelson. That seems to be the common answer. (laughs) (laughs) I have a feeling he's a, he's a really probably smart business, business fella. He's done quite a lot. Right. <laughs> great. Well, that's it. What'd you think? No, that was great. Thank you so much. It <laughs> was a lot of fun. And did you pull those questions from a some type of generator or something? No, we created them. So we actually Ryan created the my co-founder Ryan created this quiz. And really through a bunch of different iterations where we were we were pushing it out to our team. And you know, it, it's hard to do because sometimes people we would put, he would put two comparisons down and somebody would be like, I actually have no idea who that is. So <laughs> I had to find, find folks that seemed to be, um, everyone seemed to know who they were. So. Well, yeah. I should say that the one you paired with Ira Glass, I did. Can you say the name? It was a Carlson. You said, uh, Dan Carlin, Dan Carlin, hardcore history. I don't know him. Yeah, you should. It's a, if you are if you are a history buffer interested in in history, it's a great podcast. But it's like similar, thoughtful type of vibe. So um, you would be in good hands either way. I think both uh, Dan and Ira would be really good at locking your secrets up. Yeah. Great, Jim. Well, thank you so much for for fun. being on hosted. This is a great time. How do you do? It's been great to meet you, Randy. Really, really. Thank you so much for tuning in to Hosted, a podcast brought to you by Kitcaster, a podcast booking agency. If you want to find out more about Kitcaster, about Hosted, find us on all of the relevant social channels and tune in to more episodes of Hosted. Take care.